Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Told you it was going to be Atlanta, New England, and the Super Bowl. We're going to see Pat Steelers, too. Uh, Nate Peterman was the only guy that was going to throw that touchdown. Tyrod didn't have anything. Hope he's okay. We got news that matters. We got picks. We got sorry. Weird Mike kicked me. Once a kicker, always a kicker. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking. We're here at Kipling Studios in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. My name's Jeff Hewlett. Uh, ni hao, priviet. Hello, hola, uh, bonjour. <laughs> I'm here with the voice of God, Brent Waits. How Yellow. you doing, Lord? Fantastic, you, Jeff. It's you, no longer minus 30. It is minus one. You know what? Life is good. You know what? We, we prayed for a little bit of uh, this uh, polar vortex to end, and we got it. So uh, thank you if you had anything to do with that. Because it was far from cold outside. Um, it's over now. I'm not even wearing my winter jacket anymore. For those who know me, you know I'm, you know I'm telling the truth. That's it. <laughs> Where Mike? How you doing, buddy? Great weekend. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. Perfect. Um, anyway, we're, we're fired up. Uh, brought to you by Huck Media, as always. Look who's talkers from all over the world. Thank you for stealing your uncle's phones and your aunt's phones. Give them back, of course, but give them back. Subscribed. To look who's talking on either iTunes, Google Play, uh, Sketcher, Stitcher, not Spotify. We're having some problems with that. We'll get back to you. Farview, Spotify. Uh, yeah. We told you it's going to be an Atlanta, New England Super Bowl. Voice of God was doubting me the whole time. He had his Rams. He showed me his bracket. He was so fired up last week. Rams going to the Super Bowl, Voice of God. Did you, did you watch the game? From, from, I didn't from, actually from watch the game. I was uh, I was at a wedding. But, oh yeah, um, how was the wedding? Great wedding. Yeah, yeah. ton of fun. Looked like looked like a blast. Yeah, we're uh, we're at lovely Casa Loma, just a casual hundred year old castle in the middle of Toronto. Yeah, and, um, it's gorgeous. Congrats to the Stevensons. Awesome day. Absolutely. And, uh, you guys look great and ton of fun. Absolutely. You know what's funny? In 2018, like you don't really have to. I mean, like I. I I saw a lot of the wedding. You know what I mean? Like a lot of my friends with that saw it. I wasn't there. But it's like, I mean, as you said, it's different. Like you, like, you know, 30 years ago, I'm assuming you didn't go to a wedding. Like, you know, like, that was it. What was it like? It was, it, you know, you're asking. I'm just, it's different, you know? World's changed, man. It's amazing. It's an amazing place. Some of those replays are crazy. Bills fans probably wondering, you know, what's the catch? What's an interception? Just like uh, a lot of teams' fans every year. Uh, Tough game, tough loss for the Bills, only scoring three points. The Bills' defense, man, hell of a fight uh, by, uh, by the Bills' D there. Nate Peterman came in when Tyrod Taylor got basically choke slammed uh, on that last drive of the game. And I think every Bills fan was thinking the same thing. One, hope Tyrod's okay. Two, because that looked vicious. But two, you know what? With Peterman, with like 15 minutes to sort of warm up, get ready. Even though he threw those five picks, even though he's never had successful stats this season, every Bills fan who knows football has watched him play, and he still gave us a better chance to win, I'm telling you. Throwing the football, uh, then Tyrod, a healthy Tyrod, but you know what? He's not consistent. He's a rookie. His first pass looked pretty, da- pretty darn good. He threw the duck off his back foot towards Jalen Ramsey, the best young corner in the league. Nasty, nasty athlete, Florida State. Deion Sanders, you know, 1A. Uh, made a nasty play. Caught it, sort of jumbled it. It kind of hit the ground. 
while he was jumbling it, but he never for sure lost control. One of those weird should-be, would-be catches we don't know. And there was two of them in the game. The, the touchdown on the fourth and one, fourth and one, was even, uh, uh, was even a somewhat of a bobbled touchdown. Either way, tough one for you, Bills fans. We are sorry. And Mike kicked me during the game. We watched it together. Sorry. <laughs> it's, we're all celebrating in front of the TV. Bill stopped him on third, third and one with like a wrestling suplex by the Bills linebacker. And I think, Mike, well, you wanted them to kick the field goal. And I wanted the three points so bad. Yeah. Laid some wood on the spread. And laid some wood on my leg. <laughs> and I shot up after the stop. And I pretended to kick a 42-yarder in the middle of the living room. Lest be known, our tiny host comes strolling through. Connect. Tiny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, regardless of the size of me, you shouldn't kick your friends. By the way, whenever you're celebrating stuff, you always close your eyes, okay? And this has led to some injuries like this, all right? You kicked me in the leg at the Bills game. Super Bowl 47, another one? <laughs> yes. Also, okay, <laughs> we played uh, high school hockey together on an Ontario you know, championship-winning team, officer-winning team. Mike scored probably the biggest goal of his life. He didn't score you know, too many. <laughs> uh, but he scored, you know, he scored the goal against St. Joe's in the Ropsa Finals celebrates, goes down on one knee, spins, two knees spinning into the corner, and it was such a magnificent pass that someone gave him. They skated to the guy that passed it, Pavadier, and uh, Mike just got up in the corner alone. Big goal, uh, but the eyes closed thing cost you again. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's weird that you would have assumed, correctly assumed that my eyes were closed as well in that moment. <laughs> Uh, the whole team went the to The bottom line is that there was about a dozen of us all in on that Bills game, third and one, all of Western New York going, Bills Mafia. I think that call came in from the league making that pick stand at the end. It's enough. People going through tables all across the playoffs. <laughs> uh, they invaded Jacksonville. KC people are lighting tables. They don't know what they're doing, folks. <laughs> Bill's it's, Mafia's it's, trained. It's all gotten out of hand. It's gotten <laughs> out of hand. And, yeah. People are ch choke slamming their girlfriends through tables. The tables are moving because they're doing tandems. And someone did it first. And some dude choke slammed his girlfriend into, like, the cement. And she looked hurt. Stop. We don't approve of this anymore. But you know what? Bill's Mafia is far and awesome. But just everyone settle down. Especially the rest of the league. You don't know how to do it right. Yeah, big week, big week for them. Uh, you know, glad they they at least went out in style. I saw a couple <laughs> picks online that somebody actually checked a folding table as their luggage yes, at the I airport. Um, awesome move because the Jacksonville, I guess, low, I don't know, government, whatever they uh, they released a statement saying no out of town IDs will be allowed to buy folding tables. <laughs> yeah. All permanent residents are limited to one. Like they were, they were really locking it down, trying to uh, eliminate any momentum that uh, the Bills Mafia could create and. I guess it worked. But I guess in some sort of weird Bill's, you know, mantra, way, dogma way, the tables will be broken. You know, they, they will find a way. Bill's dogma. I like it. I like Bill's dogma. Uh, Voice of God, you went through a couple tables yourself this year, didn't you? It was a one or two. 
It was two. Uh, my first uh, my first tables, but it was my first time at uh, New Era Stadium. So, yep. you know, went in Rome. Popping your cherry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you guys see O.J. Simpson down at the game? Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. A, he had his Shady McCoy jersey on, just yeah. loving life. Weirdly, free, free man. Weirdly super normal that, to see him, but that's, that's just odd. It, the whole thing's odd. That, that series is the best series on TV, by the way. If you didn't see that like last year, it's amazing. On the list. Got to watch it. Wow. People uh, versus O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story. You'd uh, look at that picture of him at the Bills game and be like, good Lord. Uh, yeah, and also uh, CTE for sure. Do you plan on watching the Versace American Crime Story? Uh, a la same mold as the OJ? I got time for football, hockey, and Farvin Bachelor, man. I'm in a bachelor <laughs> pool, and it's amazing. Uh, I beat Huck Media, actually, when we were living in Grand Cayman uh, in a bachelor pool. I lost to, I lost to uh, our buddy Hank. But uh, he didn't even look at the bios. He just picked by picture. Uh, the rest of us, you know, picked by bios. Really did some research here. All right. But, uh, you know, enough of what happened outside the stadium. Inside <laughs> the stadium, the, uh, the Jags beat the Bills 10-3 to in a pretty boring game to watch. It was ugly. Um, Bortles led the team. He had more rushing yards than he did passing yards, which is never what you want your quarterback to have um, unless they can run over 250 yards of a game, which has never happened and never will. But, uh, yeah, the guy was pretty cocky for someone who missed, that, like, five uh, open five-yard drop-off passes. I was just going to say that. He's running. Like, shut up. He's running outside the pocket. Yeah, okay, you got your first down. You're up by a touchdown over the Bills. Or maybe even at one point tied 3-3. And he's getting up cocky as Favre. Like, he's got 65 yards passing, and it's the third quarter. And he's, like, talking shit. What? Relax. Anyway, they're going to get their ass kicked. I disagree. That wasn't an ugly game at all, man. You uh, millennials are always about that flash and dash, baby. I'm about that third and long. You know what I'm saying? That was awful quarterback play. I I like the football game, too, because, you know, it's the playoffs. And as long as it's tight, I don't really care how they're playing. It's so important. They could be, you know, just punting back and forth. It's still interesting because they have Super Bowls on the line at some point, right? As long as it's tight. I'll take any type of game, yeah. but those Points are, are more fun. two of the most, the worst quarterbacks in the playoffs in recent memory. Like seriously, this is that was awful. Yeah, it was ugly. Um, yeah, Leonard Fournette was kind of uh, a non-factor. You know, it's uh, early in the year. He mentioned the NFL is easy, but uh, I would have taken as a Bills fan Colin Kaepernick out of the stands to like get changed and play. He's yeah. and, and play over over Tyrod or Peterman. You know, like, let's, let's be honest here. Absolutely. They're awful. Awful. And the Bills announced already, like, hey, we're not, we're not happy with our offense, a.k.a. we're moving on. Uh, and that's what, they, that's what they need to do. Either way. Uh, a lot of stuff happened. And I told you four weeks ago in the truth of the week, don't let Atlanta in. They'll go to the Super Bowl. Now, everyone's saying it. They're actually getting, I think, too many points in Philly. Philly. Uh, Wounded dog. Still a fantastic team. You know, Carson Wentz, obviously way better than Nick Foles, but Nick Foles can score. Uh, I'll get into that later. I still think Atlanta's going to win, but it's going to be tight. They're going to have to come back to do it because Philly's going to come out hot getting all this disrespect. Uh, Yeah, Uh, just run down some teams uh, because Atlanta and New England will be in the Super Bowl. New Orleans, you're one year away. Minnesota, welcome to the playoffs. You're going to be a little nervous, even in your own stadium. Jacksonville, you have no quarterback. And welcome to New England, <laughs> where they do have one. Uh, where he's in his own documentary, by the way. Voice of God, you see that, man? 
Tom versus time. I did I something did. about him being like a like a demigod. <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. I got uh, about thirteen tags in it on uh, any social media platform because <laughs> everyone knows that uh, I really enjoy that stuff. Yeah. And uh, Barstool posted it. They said, "Make sure any Pats fan has Kleenex ready before they watch this." <laughs> um, it was awesome. It's called Tom versus Time. Yeah. I didn't read too much into it, but it's coming out. I would presume, you know, after the season, but uh, it's really profiling how. You know his his training techniques, and you know how he's going about uh, defying odds and yeah, all that stuff that uh, him and Guerrero kind of do on the side. As a Pat's, you know, uh, you know, leg humper. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting what, for what you were going to insert there. There's a lot what, of different ways you could have gone. What but, okay. uh, What do you think of this the report, man, about uh, about the breakup of the big three? Because uh, I will tell you what I think in a second. What do you think? Um, there's so many different like allegations in there. It's hard to really address. All of, but uh, overall, largely overblown. Um, ESPN, you know, they ran with the flake gate. They, I, they, you know, there might be a nugget of truth amongst all of that. It's like, yes, obviously, there's conflict in any organization amongst you know the key stakeholders, and yeah, what they've done is unprecedented. They've had an 18-year run, which is unheard of in pro sports. Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones couldn't get past five years, so. Yeah, there's um, obviously yeah there there is some tensions, but there it's a professional working relationship, and don't read into it. Don't give Brady fuel. The last time you did that, he won two Super Bowls. So. I to- I totally I pretty much agree. I think that the content might be accurate. The conclusions are overblown and guesses. As in, like yeah, you know what? There might have been some tension. I don't assume that it's honk. Honky dory every day in Patriot Land. No, it's not like the Care Bears TV show. Yeah. you know what I mean. Okay, but 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 even amongst all that friction, if this happened with Garoppolo and whatnot and Tommy, I don't think it leads to a breakup. I just think it leads to yeah, you know what? Maybe they weren't thrilled with each other for a period for these particular issues. But hey, they win the Super Bowl. They come even close. Tommy's play healthy, playing one more year. You're not going to try to win four in a row. Is it then a, then move on or then retire? Is it a book or a video, a movie, the uh, Tom versus Time documentary. documentary? The documentary says it all. Tom versus Time. It's a simple equation. Tom's time is running short. And it's only natural. That's it. Oh, but the report's saying that Belichick might leave the team. It That's, doesn't matter. It's all about Tom. If you think Belichick not leaving the team doesn't matter, well, you're a far of an idiot. Okay, the only yeah, about I mean, the only thing that I will give a credit is that, you know, historically we've seen him a number of times um where Belichick moves on a year before it's too late. So he does, you know, sells high um with his stock and a lot of different players, Lawyer Malloy, a lot of, you know, big guys that, you know, had huge roles on the team in the past. And, you know, maybe, yeah, you know, in a the perfect business decision was is to move on from Tom now and, you know, had they have kept Jimmy G, because obviously he looks great, but uh Voice of God, you weren't here when I was doing my Belichick impression, man. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> okay. I heard it. I, I don't not listen to it's, the show. It's, it's, a, okay, it's, it's really good. Okay, here, I, ask me any normal human question, and I am the royalty known as, as Bill Belichick, who answers no human questions. Hey there, Bill. Happy birthday, man. Um, yeah, I'm just, just trying to win a football game here. and I, I really... I don't, I don't really birthday who what, what's happening <laughs> just utter disregard for uh, utter disregard for the human language <laughs> go farve yourself give people a little more credit all right a lot of people have won championships before you're not god uh but i think he stays in new england personally 
Oh, oh God! All oh, yeah. overblown. No, 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 that that was ridiculous. That was absurd. I, I, over, I see on yeah. Roto World, it's like, yeah, Belichick might sign with the Giants. No, like, yeah, like, I swear, yeah, the journalism in this world of fake news we live, the uh, the <laughs> the bar has been lowered ever more, and uh, yeah, no, just speaking, don't, don't read into it. Yeah, speaking of coaches leaving, I'm gonna talk about the Titans a bit later and how they are just a joke of an organization for the way they've handled the malarkey thing. Uh you know, it's kind of like a nice thing, I guess. They gave him an ex- uh, they they gave him a vote of confidence, sort of going forward after the the somewhat lucky victory over uh, Kansas City, uh, which was hey, well earned in the second half. They played way better. Chiefs kind of lost it, let's be honest. Uh, but if you were gonna fire, I'll, I'll get into it. A sec- I'll get into it a bit later. All right, uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. It's that playoffs, and we uh, went four and zero last week, uh, and my spread picks and my one over under pick I gave you. Uh, I told you to go under in the Kansas City game, and uh, we hit it. Oh, baby. And uh, told you to take the Bills spread, eight and a half. They lost by seven. Uh, could we do a check mark sound? Never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, told you to take the uh, Carolina Panthers uh, by, by, uh, by seven, uh, plus seven, and uh, they lost by five, check mark. And we told you to take the Atlanta Falcons, and I even said they were going to win outright on their way to the Super Bowl. And voice of God, they sure did. The Rams are just happy to be there. And uh, reg- good regular season teams, rookie quarterbacks, they get taught a lot of lessons in the playoffs. This has been happening for years. History doesn't necessarily repeat itself, but you know what? You can learn from it. That uh, has happened. That Rams play voice of God? It's what we call a donkey play in the biz. Oh, Big donkey play jumping on the Rams. But the Sharps, uh, the Sharps were all over Atlanta. Uh, that's not called a donkey. No one, no one says that. <laughs> Either way, though, uh, I had yeah. a good Sunday. Voice of God, I told you, Atlanta, just trust me. Talent and experience over just, you know, somewhat uh, an overachieving team performing well. Anyway, with our picks moving forward this week, before I get into them, I got my truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks. Don't rely on great defenses the same way you want to rely on great offenses, okay? In life, don't rely on others to fail for you to succeed. Be on offense in life. Nothing's wrong with a great defense, but you don't have the ball. You don't have the ball, okay? Going into this week, you got a great defense, the Minnesota Vikings. Up against the New Orleans Saints and the Super Bowl champion Drew Brees, who's been here before. Playoff game, like, number 26. You got a great defense, the Vikings, against the Saints. I'll take Drew, and I'd rather be sitting there after the game being like, yeah, you know what? Those 13 or 14 guys in the Viking defense that I can't really name right now all came together and played a perfect game. And I didn't see, you know, and that, and that got me. Rather than sitting there and be like, yeah, Drew Brees played some, you know, pretty average game and uh, smoked me. Should have seen Drew Brees coming. I'll take Drew because offense, you can be imperfect and succeed. On defense, it's rare when you have a team that can win the Super Bowl with defense or even win hard playoff games with defense. It's rare. It's not just the best defense every year is just going to go win these playoff games. So we're not sending this to the 85 Bears and the 2000 Ravens? Notice how you can only name two of them? 
You know what I mean? That's it. It's rare. Maybe the 02 Bucks with Gruden. Bucks, yeah. New Raiders coach, by the way. Gruden. The defense has to be perfect. It's hard to do. That's why the Saints went for it on fourth and two, basically in midfield against the Panthers in that playoff game. All right? It's because his defense would have to be perfect to stop Cam. And his offense he just had to find one defensive guy uh, on the Panthers, uh, you know, who d- didn't play perfect that play. Find the matchup. Drew Brees can usually find that. That's why a veteran quarterback, you'll always take over trusting uh, a defense to play perfect. I don't think the Vikings defense is going to play perfect against uh, Drew Brees. That's why I'll always take an offense. Don't rely on a great defense with your money. It's rare. Not every team is the Ravens with Ray Lewis or the Steelers uh, in 08 against, against Arizona. They basically, that was a good defense. Steel curtain back in the day. Steel curtain back in the day. Okay, the Vikings... Has somewhat of a cupcake schedule. They have a great defense. They got a great defensive coach, uh, Zimmer. And they're probably going to give Drew Brees some struggles. Okay? He's probably going to say he's going to have some monster game. But uh, I'll uh, I'll trust a great offense over a great defense, and you should too with your money. There's no defenses in the playoffs uh, that are going to beat the superior offenses, I believe. And that's that's how Atlanta is getting to the Super Bowl Woo! Love calling things early. You know what? When the when uh, the public catches up to me, this is when I get a bit nervous. This Atlanta Philly game making me nervous. Not gonna lie. Ah, uh, true of the week, baby. Don't trust big defense because there's no big defense this year. Going on to our voice of God for news that matters. The playoff rundown. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeff. And with the playoff edition wild card weekend of the news that matters. We're just going to hit you with the game recaps because that's what matters. It's, uh, you know, one team went home in each and one team moves on. So, Kansas City versus the Titans. In a tight one, we kind of touched on it before. Yeah, Chiefs led 21-3 at halftime. Another uh, huge collapse. Andy Reid has, I think this is his second it's collapse awful. of 18 points or a- more. Awful collapse, man. That's awful. Yeah, you can. There's no excuse. You could have scored three points in the second half. You could, you know, it would have been fine. But, um... Kelsey left the game in the second half, and it was really evident just how crucial. And it, like he is, the, he is the first read, and he is the offense. And Alex Smith is not a good enough quarterback to improvise. I told you, I told you, he likes Kelsey because he's a physical matchup. The ball doesn't have to be with in high velocity. He can kind of loop it in there, and Kelsey's just the bet. He can physically be the first one to catch it because of his height and reach. That was a hardcore prop loss on Kelsey, six yards. Almost had it before the half. He might have even broken that tackle and got it there. Heartbreak. I told you last week, our Hugh pick, prop picks for the playoffs. Take Travis Kelsey over whatever he was. He ended up being 72, which was around what I called. Um, and he, was, he had 66 yards with five minutes left in the first half. And he got injured and never came back. Anyway. And yeah, without uh, without Kelsey in the game, Kareem Hunt was a lot less effective. You know, Andy did try to feed him the ball, but uh, you know they were stacking the box a bit on him. And the league rusher, Mr. Kareem, uh, the dream, couldn't get it done. Um, earlier in the week, Demarco Murray was ruled out before the game, and a lot of people were like, "Oh no, you know that." I saw that as a pro because if you've been watching and you've seen any of his hi- his uh, college highlights, Derrick Henry is an f- absolute monster, and it's about time. I'm happy to see him get his shot. You know, 6'3", 240. You just don't see people that move like that. From Alabama. Crimson Tide, baby. Roll Tide. Big win last night for the Tide. Oh, my God. How about the stones on Saban? 
to sit down a starter 25 and 2 back to back national titles and he sits him in the second half kid can't throw the ball needed a guy who could throw the ball Saban never wow. plays Saban never plays from behind doesn't usually need a guy that can throw the throw the ball he should walk away can literally get no better than that call in that moment against that team in that stadium Georgia was playing at home yeah, in, in the Mercedes Benz. In the Big Benz. The Big Benz? <laughs> that what you going with? Big Benz. Oh, uh, it's cool, man. Uh, that place was rocking. What an atmosphere. But the stones on Saban, that's the headline above all else. You know what? Needs a guy to throw the ball. It's just like Peterman and Tyrod, okay? Doesn't matter. Need to be able to throw the ball, even if you're imperfect. How's that moving for some on, news that matters? The yeah. The Saints, Mr. Drew Brees, as we've mentioned, will be moving on. Um, he had a huge day. Uh, where Cam brought his A game. I was, you know, a little hesitant last week whether, you know, which Cam we would see, good or bad. But he brought his A game, and he was a monster, and he almost got it done. You know what? Aikman called it out, too, man. Especially on that drop touchdown pass in the first half. You couldn't have thrown the ball better. I can, you know, Cam Newton can throw the ball, maybe not super. All, he's not 100% accurate all the time, but when he really steps into it, man, he can zing a ball. That was a perfect pass. Yeah, they really leaned on Breeze in this game. I mean, all year it's been the Kamara and Ingram show and kind of, you know, moving away from the, you know, the pass-heavy offense that they've been every year that Breeze has been there. But uh, he was lights out when they needed a most gorgeous pass to Ted Ginn Jr., 80-yarder. Yeah. That was, I don't know you saw that. Yeah. Beautiful, just threading the ball in there. Michael Thomas had some huge plays. Um, Thomas, yeah. you know, Thomas is another guy where, like, hey, if you play with Drew Brees, you're going to get nasty stats. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Graham, like, when he goes to Seattle, his stats fall apart. Like, people didn't see that coming, you're a far of an idiot, you know? Uh, offensive schemes mean a lot. But let's give Michael Thomas some due. This guy is, what, is he set records for completions? Yeah, he beat, uh, he beat Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham's you know, who beat that record, uh, but for the most completions as a rookie in the first two the, years. The guy season, can play. He's making... Like 190 completions. Yeah, he's making beautiful adjustments on the ball, going up at its highest point to get it, just doing a lot of stuff that makes it look easy, almost like a Tim Duncan. Like, when you do fundamentals perfectly, like, you know, it's look, it's going to look easy, not too flashy. Yeah. I big, like him. Big boy from the Ohio State. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, McCaffrey looked great in the game. Uh, they really used him as a slot receiver, and there's a lot of talk that maybe he'll be moved there permanently next year because... He was not nearly as effective as a rusher. Prop pick, we told you to take Cam Newton over completions. We said he'd be throwing a lot. He was. Also went over touchdowns. Uh, one and a half with that McCaffrey touchdown. Ching, ching. Moving on to the last game of the weekend, the one that I'm least ha excited to talk about, the Falcons and Rams game. Woo! As I mentioned, uh, I was at a wedding this weekend. I didn't get to see it, but uh, I was pretty uh, rattled when I saw that my Rams lost because I picked them for the Super Bowl and was very bullish on them last week. Yep. Um, Atlanta special teams won the battle, forcing two turnovers. That was huge. Um, you know, Jared Goff, yeah, he is a young guy, and, uh, you know, he was out-dueled out by Mr. Matt Ryan, and Atlanta was the better team on the day. You know, in a ser game series, I'm taking the Rams, and, you know, they have a bright future ahead. A bit of uh, playoff experience seemed to help, as well as lights out D. It was a, the tail of the cornerbacks duo, Desmond Trufant and Robert Alford, uh, we're completely shut down L.A. receivers all day. You know, the pass rush made Goff uncomfortable, and, um, yeah, they're getting hot at the right time. I didn't buy it before because I didn't think they'd get a, get past this week, but playing the Eagles, 
I'm uh, I'm buying on Atlanta. See, this is, let me explain something to you, voice of God. Uh, but not, like I like you're on board now. You know, welcome to the Dirty Birds. Uh, you think that's a good sign that he jumped on board? Sure. I'm not scared of weird superstitions like that with you. There's no fucking boards. Doesn't okay? matter. <laughs> it's week to week. We make picks right. on who your gut thinks. Right. Okay. It's just this is not a train. Yeah, we're stirring up that emotion. It's... I knew it was deep inside of you, God. But yeah, look, are you? You're you're a younger brother, right, Brent Waits? I am. Younger brother. Uh, Old brother's firefighter, correct? He'd understand this. See, I'm, 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 you know, Matt Ryan walking into the LA Coliseum, looking at babyface Jared Goff, who looks all about 15 years old, just got back from his first date. Uh, by the way, we had a debate before the show uh, about what's a good, you know, <laughs> weird. Mike seems to think movies make good first dates. Uh, Huck Media didn't agree. I uh, also do not agree. I also in real concur. Time. Uh, not a big fan. If you want to not talk to each other for two hours. That's what I said. There you go. Right? I don't want to rely on the movie. If you're in grade seven and you're gunning for an HJ, go movies. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is prefaced with a cocktail before and post-capped with one after. So you, you say a cock, you go for a cocktail in a movie? Every theater has a Turtle Jacks or a BP. It's all there. No dinner. Can't do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't do movies on your first date, all right? Just uh, just talk to them. <laughs> but, yeah. And in summary, Falcons are getting hot at the right time, and I'm really liking them slash scared. Hopefully they get knocked out soon. Um, don't really want that rematch with the Patriots. But in the other news that matters this weekend, Gruden was officially named head coach of the Raiders. Um, he was introduced um, earlier today by Mr. Mark Davis and his haircut. <laughs> they are effing excited. He said that in the press garments. If you haven't seen it, take a look. There's a... There's a ton of great sound bites, but that guy, oh my God. Yeah, just like Ben McAdoo, if you're ever, you know, in a dark alley with him, call the cops. <laughs> yeah. If you see him around, he's, he's up to something, that weirdo. Um, yeah, um, so Gruden hasn't coached since 2008, and, you know, a bit of, has changed in the league since then. They're going to be paying him $100 million, um, not an exaggeration, for a 10-year contract. Yeah. Which, to which Gruden said, I don't even know if he'll be alive that long. <laughs> um, he's 54. He probably will be. Um, high stress All position. the owners in the league, um, if they didn't already want to punch Mark Davis in the face, they definitely do now because he just raised the bar of what coaches are going to make for the, from here on out. For sure. Um, you you know, know what? You got to like the solidarity. I mean, Oakland's been hiring a new coach every three years for like 30 years. Uh, look at the two teams that are going to be in the AFC Championship. Tomlin, been there like, what, 11 years, 12 years? Belichick's been there 18. There's something to be said. If you like your guy, I mean, they've had him before. Yeah, and he, you know you like him. He, he, there's, uh, you lock him up, maybe. But, I mean, it feels he, like Gruden had a big – Gruden wins big here. Yeah, no, he's taking him to the bank. Um, he loves Oakland, and that's what he said. But it's unfortunately, they'll be the Vegas Raiders in a year or two. By the way, NFL coaching contracts are amazing. Okay, imagine signing a ten-year deal, and like on day thirty of your job for a ten-year deal, you shit the bed, and like for a full like you know just six months, it's awful. You get fired. Best thing ever. Okay? Yeah. Got nine years of $90 million. Come on. I mean, you know, he's more competitive than that. But, but uh, as, uh, you know, the, the QB guru he is, uh, Mark, you know, said to be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how he can turn around Derek, Derek Carr after a, uh, after a rough season. Um, you know, they got $125 million tied up in him. So, you know what? Um, the AFC, task for him. AFC's pretty weak. If you don't think that this is going to basically make Oakland relevant for the next decade, you know, or decade or such, 
Uh, you're a far of an idiot. All right. Be better, but, Gruden uh, will have them competing. I'm not saying they're going to win too many Super Bowls, but uh, he knows what he's doing. He'll have them up there. And just even just having it, when players know the coach is going to be there for 10 years, that's something. All right. That just lets them know, like, you know, this is the boss. Uh, anyway, thank you. Brent Waits, News and Matters. Uh, yeah. Look, for instance, like, when's the last time you and Craig fought? Like, did he win? He's the older brother. There's just something about that. Uh, it's been a couple of years. We, we used to go back and forth. He, uh, he used a lot of illegal m- maneuvers. You guys both do chokeholds a lot. No, it he does. scares me. No, I'll do, uh, I'll do like a, a guillotine or some That's sort still of thing. A like, choke. No, but he, he'll like, Bart, Bart, you know, Homer on Bart Simpson, like two hands around the <laughs> neck, like squeeze the life out of you kind of thing. <laughs> Um, scare the shit so I mean, may, you know, maybe uh, once he gets back up to his fighting weight, we'll uh, we'll set some ground rules and really, you know, duke it out. The triple deuce. Uh, my money's always the triple deuce. My money's always the older brother. Just like when Matt Ryan walked into the Coliseum. All right, again, playoff game number twenty for him. He's looking at Jared Goff. All right, he's like thirteen. He's got zits. Welcome to the playoffs, buddy. He's like your little brother. He's not gonna win. Kareem, Kareem Hunt, same category. That, that, Choked out. Welcome to the playoffs, to rookies. The playoffs. All right. Kareem Hunt's a rookie, and he and he bombed out. Debatable. Well, yeah, you know what? They didn't give his it to him enough. Lost and he didn't get the ball. And he didn't get the yards. It wasn't his fault. They didn't give it to him enough, man. And then when they, when they did, it was done the predictable downs. It was horrible play calling in the second half. Playoff rookies. It's a weird angle. It works. It, it's it, it's a thing. And it's you know what, thing. the Minnesota Vikings, what, how, many, how many playoff games they got? Case Keenum making his first career playoff start. All right. We're getting right into it. Here's our Hugh Picks. You. Okay. We are 4-0 last week. Uh, fired up. We, t- we took the Bills on spread, 8.5. Check mark. We took the Panthers on spread. Uh, check mark. Lost by five. And we took the Falcons on spread, and we said we were gonna, they were, were going to win outright, and we had the Kansas City uh, under in the Kansas City Titans game. We liked Weird Mike's pick of Kansas City. Unfortunately, his streak has come to an end. Correct. He'll get into that in a second. But I'll sacrifice that pick to get you back on track. 4-0 is nice. Are you going to count that towards your regular record? Absolutely. Or are you going to go separate we, playoffs? No, no, no. We are 55. Brett Favre always said that when they talked about stats. Why wouldn't you include playoff games? It's, it was Favre and ridiculous to him when he was talking about his records and they weren't including playoff stuff. Ridiculous. So you're inclusive, so drop we that record. We are 55, 56. I'm going to count that one game against myself for, for backing you up on Kansas City because I Instagrammed it. Follow us on Instagram at Hughes Talking. We are 55, 56, and 4. One more game to get over 500. We got three weeks of playoffs left, and Huey likes the playoffs. We're taking Atlanta to squeeze by this one, 27-24. They are a three-point, or sorry, a two-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, and they're going to win by that half point. I'll take them, 27 uh, at 24. If that line goes up to three, it's still okay with me. <laughs> That's a Farvin guarantee from your boy, Jeffrey. All right. Uh, Philly's going to come out hot. Atlanta's going to remember, you know what? This is just another step on the path back to the Super Bowl. They want redemption. They can smell it. This is way harder earlier in the season when they were like 500. Man, they're a couple games away. Nick Foles is in their way. They'll, they'll find a way. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. They'll make it happen. Take Julio on props, too. Over. Whatever it is. I don't care what it is. Uh, all right. I got New England 
to cover 13 points. Yes, and win 30 to 16. Too much. Nope. And you know what? I don't like double-digit favorites, but you pissed off Tom Brady. You pissed off Bill Belichick. And it's the worst team ever going into this divisional round. They've played the Ravens. They've played the Steelers. I'm not scared. I'm taking New England. Uh, 30 to 16. We got Pittsburgh to barely cover this spread. 27-17. I think it's going to be generally close. Pittsburgh gets a late touchdown to seal it. But make no mistake, folks, Jacksonville's got a good defense. Unfortunately, they don't have an offense. They're going to shut down Leonard Fournette. They're going to make Blake Bortles' arm uh, try to win this game. And that's Pittsburgh's defense gonna, is going to force Jacksonville to throw the ball. And they um, they can't, okay? Alan Hearns and the rest of the, those Jaguars receivers and Blake Bortles. I don't know if you watched the Bills game because we, we sure Farman did. <laughs> um, Bortles can't do shit. They didn't throw the ball. They wouldn't throw the ball. They had situations where they could have thrown some pretty easy passes to seal the deal. They punted it back to the Bills. They know Bortles is shit. Pittsburgh knows Bortles is shit. <laughs> Newsflash. The last time the Jags beat the Steelers, they had five turnovers. I know everyone's saying, look, the public says this a lot, five turnovers, five picks, man, they shut them down. That stuff doesn't happen that much, okay? That's inconsistent. It's turnovers. You can't rely on that. Ben's going to be more careful with the ball. Lev Bell, not necessarily running the ball, but I think combined yards is going to just... Combined yards from scrimmage going to have a massive game. They're going to get away from the Jaguars' scary defensive line. Throw a whole lot of little checkdowns. Look for Le'Veon Bell to go over receiving yards and over receptions. Next pick, my favorite pick of the week, the gold pick. I'm taking New Orleans. I'm taking offense because in life, be on offense. Rely on yourself to win. Okay, not for others to fail. I'm taking New Orleans. They are plus four in Minnesota. I think they're going to win the game outright. I got the game at 26-24 New Orleans in a beautiful football game on Sunday night called by the amazing Al Michaels and the god-awful Chris Collinsworth. Incorrect. That will, game will be on Sunday afternoon at 4.40 p.m. It's, Fox game of the day. It's Fox? It's Aikman? Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. Sorry, folks. Aaron Andrews on the sidelines. I never learned to read. 4.40 p.m. <laughs> What'd you say that final score was going to be in that game? 26-24. I'm hijacking Hugh picks Uh-oh. with the weird pick. Uh-oh. Over. Saints. Vikings. Truth of the week. Give me that. Is a map. prophecy. 45 and a half is not enough for a Minnesota team that knows it's going to have to score a few points at home on the road to the Super Bowl. Everybody leaves it on the field. Offense beats defense, minus those super rare times, as mentioned. We're getting back on track. 0-1 in the playoffs. 7-8-1 for the year. Weird pick of the week. Over. Drew Brees. 45 and a half. Divisional round, a.k.a. the best round. Happy watching. You! He gave me that Ben McAdoo pick before he did that. So, uh, I, uh, you know what? Over the game. Look, you know what? I don't think Minnesota's defense is one of the greats. I said it before in the show. I think Drew Brees is going to outscore the Minnesota offense. And uh, you know what? New Orleans defense is, uh, they got a heck of a run too. But uh, yeah, 26-24, I got it over. We're Mike. What's your record? I'm not. Uh, I'm not picking a winner in that game because I really do think Minnesota is destined to host that Super Bowl. 
at home, just like Georgia hosted the title game at their home. Well, you just said Minnesota's destined. Okay, are you so are you saying I'm not picking the game? I'm not. Uh, but but like if Minnesota gets by, are you gonna come back next week and be like, I told you it was their no, destiny? No, I've been talking about gun to your head to save Weird Mike's life. Who's winning the game? And at the final kickoff, the, the gun's being pulled away. Oh, even Huck Media, he's got the double guns. Triple guns. When the third gun just got put to my head, I will stick with the over. Shoot me if you want. No winner picked. Yeah. Over. You know what? You, you wouldn't have survived medieval times. It was a simpler time. <laughs> they, just, they, they just shoot you. Wild West, they just shoot you. All right. Moving on to our sorry section. Sorry. Sponsored by good Canadian boy, Justin Bieber. Uh, flyboarder at Muskoka Flyboard and friend of the show. Good Canadian boy. Look, he gave me $250 million when I was 17. I'd get in some farvin trouble too. Should have seen me with 25. <laughs> uh, we are sorry. Sorry. To the Titans. Look, I said this before. If you were going to fire Mike Malarkey if he lost that game when it was 21-3 at half because he had one, you know, pretty lucky half of football where if... Mariota's touchdown pass to himself just gets intercepted like it probably should have. Game over. You're going to fire Malarkey. You get this lucky half of football. Now you give him a vote of confidence. He's our coach going forward. You're a joke, okay? That's not how you run a football team. Make a decision. Make stick with adult it. decisions and stick with it. Titans, this is why you're a joke. This is why you had Jeff Fisher for 13 farvin years. It's embarrassing. Titans are going to give the Pats all they can handle. I didn't get a chance to pick at that in your Hugh picks, so I'm going to carve out some sorry time. Let me tell you what's going to happen. The Titans are going to hire Peyton Manning to run the team, but apparently that's going to be next year now. All right? A little far of an insight for you. Uh, we are sorry. Sorry. Bills fans, so many opportunities. No quarterback. We're going to fix that next year. We are sorry. Sorry. Kelsey. We told you to pick that prop pick. That was a great pick. Even the backup tight end went for like 70 yards. He was throwing to him all game. Concussions. Watch out when you're picking overs. Concussion protocol. It's good for the sport. Good for the game. Good for the players. Bad for your overs. Watch Bad out. Bad for your props. <laughs> Concussion protocol. Uh, Which is non-existent with Cam this week. Right. He was out of the game. Yes. Back in with... That was... That was a conky. What's going on? Yep. Yeah. My like literally, uh, our our dog who lives here, Kiplick Studios, Daphne would have known that was a, con a concussion. Yeah, I mean he he said he got poked in the eye, but uh, and he also said that he went down to give uh, I forget his name of his backup, give him time to warm up. But at the but uh, yeah, if it looks like a conky, it's probably conky. At the same time though, I mean these guys these guys know the game they're playing, they know what they're doing, and uh, I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's a tough argument about getting like the guy. You know he's ready to play. He's ready ready to get on there. He made a beautiful passes right after that, but. I mean, in the end, he got the hit. Uh, it's not for me to debate. I'm not a doctor. The NFL should adopt the college rule. When you're down, you're down. It saves a ton of hits. It saves a ton of stuff after the whistle. Uh, people are getting up on every play. You talk about conkeys. If maybe, you take away X amount of hits, it can only help the conky numbers. Maybe just for the quarterbacks. I don't like that on every play. There's still so many plays that happen in football when guys don't get touched and they go down. And so there's some of the best plays ever. The best plays ever. So, but maybe the quarterback running, that's not a bad idea. Maybe. Not a bad idea. We are sorry. Sorry. Uh, for our great spread picks, 
from uh, from last week. But bad straight up picks on Instagram. Told you the Bills were going to win. And, uh, well, they didn't. They don't have a quarterback. <laughs> and uh, told you KC was going to win. But I didn't know Mike Malarkey was going to get saved by a Mariota touchdown pass to himself. Funny Favre fact, by the way, Brett Favre's first pass was to himself. Very similar play. Caught it like a good Favre Mississippi kid. The Titans got some mojo. KC didn't turn the ball over and give them that game. They took it back. It was two halves. So you're not, you're not they pick- lost the first half. They won the second half. You're not taking one game this week? No, there's no weird pick. You're just letting me roll on New England? You, 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 what? But, I, but honestly, I love the over in that last game. And that's okay, that's fair. That's what I want it to be. All right. But uh, New I, like England? The I like the Titans. You like Here the Titans? you go. You want to yeah. pick my brain for another pick? Farvin hit me with it. I got a two-team teaser. Okay, folks, if you don't know what a, a, a teaser is back home, it's uh, basically if you're picking one point spread game, then you're going to get even money. If you can pick two point spread games or a point spread game and an over-under, you know, you're going to get even money plus times two, basically a parlay bet. You'll get more money. Like 10 bucks will win you 20 now. Something like that. You heard of a two for one? A teaser is a one for two. There you go. So... Basically, if you want, let's say New England's favored by, for instance, this week, they're favored by 13. Correct. Okay. If you want to tease the Patriots, you have to pick them with something else, but you get six points. Six or seven. Six or seven, depending on the type of teaser. So I'll be taking a seven-point teaser. On which game? I'll be teasing those Titans up seven points, a little insurance. So you could do it that way. So the Titans now, you get their 20. Their 13-point spread, you get them at plus 20, which means they have to lose... By 21, for you to lose that p- particular part of the bet, we have to pick something else, too. And the other half of the teaser is the Dirty Birds. Atlanta Falcons. Saturday teaser. Dirty Birds plus four. Titans plus 20. So you tease the Falcons to win from minus three to plus four, and you can have them actually lose the game. Just by three points. By three points. So it's somewhat of an advantageous oh, bet in Vegas. One for two. One a lot of two. teasers flying around. It's also a good way to lose money if you're an idiot. This is why when you see, <laughs> if you see, let's say if you see, because uh, some people get so sure of some great teams and it, it really costs them. Skip's hook on his teasers now. But uh, they are smart. You know Dangerous. I mean? Some, you know, for instance, the Golden State Warriors, you know, they win a lot, they win a lot of basketball games. So those. Uh, good, good team to tease. The lines that you see, the teaser line. It's a royal, uh, royal special. That. The teaser lines built into those uh, game day lines. They limit their liability on either end on what could happen. So sometimes you see a number like you were talking about earlier, yeah. and you're like, what is that number? Like, doesn't make any sense. Right. But they've got the back half teaser that people are loading up on, laying some wood, uh, especially in the playoffs when the games are, you know, more magnified. Right. Tease it. Check. Hopefully, please it. Look into teasers. If you don't like the number, by the way, remember you can buy points. Every point I told you to buy last week, it didn't necessarily come in handy, but it, it, was, it was good to have. When uh, I told you to buy, uh, buy the point, anyway, buy points, don't be greedy. It's the playoffs. So again, I got Atlanta and New Orleans getting through and uh, New England-Pittsburgh. Thank Farvin God we're going to get New England-Pittsburgh. I know it's not, uh, it's not all said and done yet, but... It's all said and done. It's not said and done. New England, Pittsburgh. It's going to be beautiful. I think Pittsburgh rolls more than New England does. Oh, man. New England's going to just, just destroy them. Do you see what Kelsey was doing to him? Gronkowski is going to blow him up. It's going to be, it's, watch out. Gronk's going to have a day. Also, two reporters, I think Skip Bayless, who's 
far of an idiot. Uh, called out, said Kelsey's a better quarter, a better tight end than Gronk. I'm not saying Gr- that type of stuff bothers Gronk. I don't even know if Gronk can read. He heard it. He I, heard it. I feel like Gronk's the Incredible Hulk. By the way, Gronk and the Incredible Hulk, I, f- I feel like they modeled Hulk in Thor 3, Ragnarok, after what Gronk's like on social media. It's awesome. Great movie. Uh, Voice of God, you got a final score prediction in your uh, Tom Shady Brady Boner game? You speak about the goat with his correct name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brady's going to you know, rip apart the Titans. Their D is good. They're playing better. They're not good enough. Logan Ryan, former Patriots quarterback, thinks he has intel. Devin McCourty put that to rest. He said he'd know shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brady's, Brady's going to roll. They will cover the spread. Um, they'll open it up late. It'll it'll stay a little bit tighter. Devin uh, McCourty, by the way, great player, big guy, yeah. and yeah, Skip Bayless. Look at look at Gronk's stats compared to every other Titan and tight end in NFL history, and then get back at me. But um, stop watching any videos of the Titans uh, second half against the Chiefs. It'll just cloud your judgment. The Patriots are going to destroy them. Yeah, My personal um, I am. I am a bit afraid of uh, Derrick Henry. He is a beast, like I said, and you know they have a, had a bit of problems against the run. But who's Mariota? Mariota throwing it to? No. So they're gonna they're gonna shut him down. Um, they're also the Pats are uh, super healthy. They got a lot of guys coming back that uh, haven't have been missing the last couple of weeks. And yeah, Pats baby. All right, there's an angle there. Uh, remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about a Patriots pickup that could make a difference. Down the road, a wide receiver, Kenny, Kenny Britt. Britt, playing against his former, former team. team. Wow. He came all the way through with them. He wasn't like some add-on. Like He was, he was a, a Jeff, Titan. He was a Jeff Fisher Titan. He was a Jeff Fisher <laughs> Titan, and now he's playing. Look for him to have. Another guy whose career got Fishered. That would be the most Patriots thing ever, to, uh, to throw up the game plan that no one saw coming. And, uh, yeah, like 12 passes to Britt and two touchdowns and just shred them. Straight up. And also maybe even see that the Titans were going to beat the Chiefs. I mean, Belichick is literally, you know, he's a wizard. Uh, Tommy Boy, Gronk, and Britt. Sounds like a boy band coming out of Foxborough. Right. Okay, boys, I got something special for you. We're going to do a Super Bowl MVP draft. Yes, we don't know who the Super Bowl is. This is going to judge you on how... Uh, you know what? A, obviously you're going to pick players that you think are going to be there. But also, you know, quarterback side, who's that one guy that can maybe do it on your team that if you don't want to sacrifice which team you're going with, uh, you know, you got to pick uh, probably a position player from that team. Either way, I don't far even care who you pick. Pick the popcorn boy. You go first. You've been going last in all the drafts this year. That, uh, that, that is nice of you. All right. I will... <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Go for it. Uh, his name's Thomas Brady. He's from Michigan. He's, I think he's yes. Pretty, I think he's going to have a pretty good, pretty good playoffs. So you got uh, Tom Shady going first overall. Yeah, yeah. I got I got Tom Brady. I got I'll take Tom Brady. You know, next, it doesn't really matter now that he's taken away from you. Next, where might go next? I took his pick anyway. Yeah, he's <laughs> rattled over here. <laughs> That's I mean, why I want to put him on the yeah. clock. Just letting you know, you you can still get. Bucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like I should take all my three picks. Super Bowl MVP. We're calling it before the divisional round. Le'Veon Bell. I like it. I will take Drew Brees. And I will take Antonio Brown. Wow. Snake draft. Uh, I will go with. Matt Ryan in redemption. Wow, I get I get two picks. This is amazing. Okay, I'll take I'll take Ben Roethlisberger. 
Uh, and I'll take uh, I'll take Julio Jones if they somehow pull it out against uh, against the Pats or Steelers. I th- Matt Ryan might have a couple of picks, and that's the one thing that can cost you is the quarterback in the Super Bowl. If you have a couple picks, Julio Jones puts up 150 yards. Back to you, Weird Michael. Final pick out of Weird Mike. Super weird. Taking the other side of the ball. Hometown defender Xavier Rhodes. Two interceptions, one to the house, and a Super Bowl MVP for the ages. Last and final pick of the draft, I will take Gronk. Yep. There we go. That's it. That's Xavier Rose, man. That would be something. He'd have to propose to his, uh, to his, like, you know, repropose to your wife after that. Just do it again. Who cares? There's a handful of defensive players getting uh, like, Super Bowl. Like that Boise State in, that, in the best game, best college football game ever. Statue of Liberty played double overtime against Oklahoma in, I believe it was the uh, Orange Bowl. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Either way, a guy did that at the Alabama game last night. Come on. Except he was the, he was the offensive lineman. And I saw a meme, voice of God, I don't know if you saw this, but some Alabama player proposed to his cousin last night after the game. And the first comment underneath was, his sister's going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Every stereotype is based off a truth. Yep. Bama figured out. Yep. Not, outside the family. Yep. Deliverance. <laughs> um... That's a really a movie with a really scary scene. All right, just to summarize, uh, summarize our picks for the Super Bowl MVPs: Xavier Rhodes, Matt Ryan, Le'Veon Bell, Drew Brees, Antonio Brown, and Rob Gronkowski. And I got Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, and Julio Jones. Love it. Good drafting. I wish I had a bumper sticker that said, "I'd rather be drafting." I'd, from, get, I'd from, get one. From my grade nine hospitality class where we just made a whole fuck ton of cookies. Uh, but hey, you know what? It was fun. We just did a, we did a shit ton of drafts and told people we had hockey meetings. And that's it. Went to Timmy's. So have we officially shifted from Favre to Fudge? No, Favre. We're still Farving. We're, We're still, still Farving? Farving people up. So we draw farve. the real emotion out of this guy to be getting all those fudges? If anyone wants to Farve around, I'll Farve you up. All right? Shut the Farve up. We're doing farves. Um, Lickety farve now. That was a fun week. Uh, Brent Waste, we got any news that doesn't matter? Yeah, we do. There's always some useless headlines that we can always run you through real quick. Um, so, in the in news that doesn't matter first, exclusive. Uh, follow-up story from our last week, in-depth report on the 0-16 parade for the, from the Cleveland Browns. So that happened over in the past week since we recorded last week's episode. And it was great. It was glorious. There was a huge turnout. Uh, several thousand people showed up. A um, lot of enthusiasm, more enthusiasm than the Browns are used to. Um, I saw a lot of pictures. There was a lot of bags over heads of people. I mean, not many people wanted to re- reveal their true identity. Um, incredible turnout, as I mentioned. The players were pissed, man. I'd be pissed, too. This is ridiculous. There was, yeah, yeah, they were. They, there was a couple pissed off players, for sure. It's hard to... Yeah, have self-respect as a Browns employee, just, as a football player. It just takes um, a certain type of person to celebrate something so awful. They paid their money, their fans, they're loyal. Do as you wish, march on. It doesn't mean I can't think you're far and weird for doing but, it. You uh, know what I mean? Like, yeah, know. they. I think it's the amount of effort that they saw. Right. That's, that's probably what pissed them off because they. Uh, yeah, people had their people had their cars dressed up like parade floats, and a lot of effort uh, went into it. That's what I but, mean. Uh, yeah, a lot of people got upset on Twitter, including. Uh, LeBron James, um, he was not happy about it. He's like, yeah, you got to cut that shit out. But in, in the defense of the fans, 
the Browns are so far from a winning culture there that like, <laughs> it, it, you know, whatever, let them, let them have it. Um, you know, it's going to be 10 years till you're anything. But imagine just, just to, to paint the picture, imagine you were so bad at your job for one year that a whole bunch of people you didn't know threw a parade in honor of how bad you were at your job compared to your competitors. Yeah, you're an accountant. You didn't get the numbers right once. Yeah. You're a joke. Hey, look, there's a bunch of strangers out front parading about your, your horrible year at your job. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a weird feeling. I'd be but, pissed uh, too, man. I mean, you know, sleeping on your bed of money has got to ease it a bit. Uh, just remember, folks, all right, uh, don't put your money... Relying on a fantastic defense. They got to be perfect all the time, okay? It's just like hockey. You want guys that are just weapons because the rest of your team can kind of play bad. But if you got, there was guys like Mogilny and Pavel Bure that got their imperfect hockey teams all the way to the Stanley Cup because they were weapons. They could do it by themselves, okay? Drew Brees, he doesn't need the Saints to play perfect, okay? He can do it, uh, Basically by himself. Uh, that's what a veteran quarterback is against a great defense that's not going to play perfect. I'm calling the Vikings lose. Uh, they play a great game, but they're not perfect. They'll need to be to beat Drew Brees. So just be careful, all right? Putting your money on great defenses because there isn't any. By the way, up Bachelor update, there was four Lorens. Uh, like, what Are they joking? There was four Farvin Lorens. Uh, the Bachelor's the funnest thing to, to, to bet on, by the way, in the whole world. It's, better, it's funner than... It's, I was betting on the Golden Globes. Yeah? Yeah. The one, that, that billboards thing? The billboards one. I actually heard it's good. The uh, the three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. They should wear the same color every year. I mean, I totally support the whole movement and everything. I'm just, yeah, I, all I I'm saying it. is that like I never care who anyone's wearing, and it just skipped a lot of the, I skipped a lot of that. Forget the Globes, y'all. I'm telling you, this is the best weekend in football. Wherever you're watching it, buckle up. Pats roll. Steelers roll. Saints roll. Falcons roll! See you later! Look who's talking! Freestyle! Rock the microphone! Straight from the top of my dome! Freestyle! Rock the microphone! Carry on with the freestyle!